Have you tried changing your health year on year, resolving that this year things are going to be different, but nothing seems to change? Oftentimes, when things are not changing, we're following many wellness myths and not looking at the full picture, including our nutrition, recovery, stress management, leaving out mind-body connection. I want to introduce you to Wellness Redefined, a new podcast from Refillion Media that's here to dispel all your myths about wellness and fitness while sharing stories of how we redefine what it means to be healthy. On each episode, we'll be talking to experts from all walks of life who will share their own unique wellness journey and offer their perspective. I am your host, Tamika Rochester, founder and CEO of Harlem Cycle, a premier wellness space in New York City with a focus on indoor cycling. I've been an advocate for wellness since as early as I can remember. So if this sounds like something that could help change your life, go ahead and pause the show you're listening to and subscribe to Wellness Redefined on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, welcome to another uh, episode of Between the Reps with Brooke, Gina, and Devin. Dun, da, da, da. Hey, Brooke, Gina, Devin. Brooke, Gina, Devin. I mean, Devin, you can go second. It's totally fine. I don't mind bringing up the rear. BD and J. BD and J. Dude, it sounds like some really bad, like sex or sexual act or something. I feel like I feel like yeah. we, if we wanted to make like um oh my hell my family my brother's calling oh what's production like theater dance oh okay yeah they were supposed to be going uh, camping they were supposed to leave today and now my brother's not going. I'll tell you what, kids like uh, extra activities really screw up your schedule. Really do. <laughs> they, don't, they don't screw up his schedule. <laughs> well, I know that's true. He's got enough help. <laughs> Too much help. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, say that. We won't get into I say that. that. We won't get into it, but I will leave you with this because my brother doesn't listen to this podcast, but my sisters do, and they will think it's funny. <clears throat> you know... Any of you out there that might be listening to what I have to say right now, maybe you're the problem and, or, you know, maybe you're the helper in this situation, or maybe you're the problem in this situation. Regardless, it's okay. But if you're the problem, um, try to be more aware to all the people around you that help you all the time. You know, they take your kids you know, your sisters that watch your kids, your mom that takes them to all their extracurriculars. And then just remember to be like, man, I should probably thank them. <laughs> yeah. I should thank them or like maybe like not let them take over as much. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's part of it too. Because I, I can tell you this, I, you know, I had a child young, I was 19 and you know, to make that decision to have my son, I obviously needed a lot of family help. And I was very lucky because there are so many people that do not have the help that I was given. So I'm very aware of that. But, um, but yeah, so like my mom was available to watch Jordan because she was a stay at home mom. Mm -hmm. Um, and she was available to watch Jordan every day while I worked. Thank God. And I remember there were certain times when I would want to go out or, you know, do something Cause you know, you're still young and wanting to like have like a social life and, um, which I didn't do often, but like, you know, I would just be like, Oh, can you watch them Friday? And I remember like the first time my mom said no. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like she, I think she was like doing like line dancing with my dad or something. And I was like, at first, I mean, it was such a spoiled reaction of me being like, oh, what? what? You're my mom all these years. And when I need you, where are you? You're line dancing. You're supposed to be at my beck and call. Damn it. (laughs) Dude, that's how I ever like, yeah. You have to check yourself a little bit. I call my parents. Yeah. When I call my mom and she doesn't answer the phone, it's, you could practically see fume, like, like, uh, steam coming out of my ears. Like what? (laughs) How dare she ignore my call? Seriously? (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) It's like you're an adult or something. (laughs) How dare she think that? It's like you raised four kids and then helped raise all of their kids. Yeah. And you're you're still doing it. Well, and if anyone, I mean, we've all spent time with Leslie, her phone literally is ringing off the hook every two seconds with a kid or a grandkid or something. So yeah, grandma, I know. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, so it's, it's funny how it, it is, it gets easy to convince yourself. I mean, I was like in my early twenties when I realized I was being an asshole. Um, yeah. but it's very easy to, when you're just being handed so much to not be reminded that you, you just cause you're being handed, it doesn't mean you deserve it. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yep. Yeah. It's, I had it's, a- Oh, sorry, Dev. Go ahead. Oh, that's okay. I was just going to say, I can relate to Gina cause I had faith early and Thank God my mom was available, you know, to help me with my kids. And I remember having that same moment, Gina, where I was like, you know, can you watch her for whatever? And she's like, no, we have plans or we're going out of town. I was like, yeah, no, it's horrible. Aren't your grandchildren important to you? Right. They're like, uh, yeah, duh. I watch them every freaking day. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. No, I know. I remember this is another, another, uh, awful spoiled moment of mine. Um, I always worked for family. So I had this like really, um, not an easy schedule. I worked 40 hours, but you know, I could, I could change my schedule around and, and sometimes I'd bring Jordan to work with me and I worked upstairs with my grandfather and my father. And, uh, we had like a little, like a bassinet or not a bassinet, like a playpen set up. So I could, I could bring him sometimes. And I remember, um, pause. You, know, you said bass, you said bassinet and you want to know, know what I, you know what I heard? What? Bayonet. <laughs> I always let my toddlers play with bayonets. <laughs> You're like, I'm there with my dad and my grandpa. And I was like, oh, bayonet. Yeah. Yeah. A bayonet. Sure. Yeah. They're from Why the not? Civil War. <laughs> hey, watch out, dad. Civil War times. Sure. Okay. No, but, um, no, no. So, but it was funny because, you know, I'm Jordan's probably like a year old. So I'm probably like not even 20 years old. I'm like maybe like 20 and, you know, I'm living on my own, you know, I'm, I'm paying all my bills. I'm not like living some lavish lifestyle or anything. But my parents were like helping me, you know, so it's like they bought a place that I could rent for, for them from them for cheap, you know, like I just was handed a lot of things um, and which was wonderful. Um, but yeah, I remember telling my dad, like I wanted to borrow money for something. And I was like, yeah, I need to get um, like Jordan's I like some new jammies or something. He's like, well, then you need to budget your money. And again, I was like, oh, you want your grandson to sleep without <laughs> anything sleep warm? Yeah. <laughs> you want him to freeze? <laughs> yeah. And he didn't need new jammies. I just wanted to buy him new stuff. So it was like, yeah, it was like a lot of that. Um, and I think a lot of that was my parents, like they've made us, they made us work. Like I had a job since I was like 16, but my dad was really good at cleaning up our messes, you know? 
Like you get into a fender bender, dad pays for it. You know, you're in trouble, but like he pays for it. And like, you know, they, they just always took care of everything and you know, life was pretty easy. So it was, it was like that, that initial, you know, I'm still not like a grown up. you know, I'm 20 years old with a baby and still have this like, Oh, well, you know, Oh, I got pregnant. Parents are taking care of my kid, you know, oops, oops. Oh, I need a place to live. Bought me a place. (laughs) I mean, this is all the things I deserve in life. Yeah. No, no, not at all. But it wasn't until they started to cut me off like that. And they didn't cut me off, cut me off, but it's so important to do that. And I, and I say this, uh, you know, not because I've always done it because I've definitely cleaned up my own kids' messes. But I see all these parents like complaining about how their kids, they don't have a sense of responsibility and they don't have this, they don't have that. And it's like, yeah, because you never made them. Yeah. You made them. And I'll tell you, then I'll tell you what, it's hard to make them. Yeah. It's probably like one of the shittiest parts of parenting is having to discipline and take things away from your kid. It feels really, really bad. Yeah. Cause you're like, I hate you. And you're like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> how could you hate me i do everything for you my mom used to always say i brought you into this world i could take I'll you take out, you out. <laughs> so when I, i'm the youngest of four i obviously i actually i had more than my siblings did you know clear up till probably when my mom and dad had Lacey, their third and even probably when i was a, when i was a baby baby my parents had nothing you know, my parents, they talk about it a lot and I like hearing about it because, well, one, we're trying to go back to this, but it just makes me remember um, what's the most important, right? My parents ate out of the garden. My dad milked the cow every morning. Like my mom baked bread. They never bought anything. Everything was handy downs clear to when I was little and growing up. I got what my sisters had. Everything was handy downs. But as we got older and my parents, you know, my dad ran a feed mill right out of high school. My grandpa, he was telling, we talked about it the other day, we were driving to the ranch and he was talking about when he took over the feed mill, he graduated high school. And then my grandpa said, you're running the feed mill. I'm going out of town. And when he would go, he would go um, gold panning. Oh my gosh. And so my grandpa would be gone for like weeks at a time. <laughs> and my dad, literally, he was like, he, my grandpa believed that, you know, when you learned something, you figured it out on your own. So my dad, right out of high school, running the full feed mill, when something breaks down, he has to figure out how to fix it. Like having to, I mean, running this, I yeah, mean, every responsibility. Single, yes. And he goes, can you see kids doing that these days? And I was like, no, no, no. right out of high school. No way. No way. He, said, he said my nephew to be exact. And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> um, but he, you know, he ran the feed mill and he worked crazy hours right out of high school. You're looking at like over like 60 hours a week. He was delivering feed. He's doing this, just a lot of stuff. He was good, hardworking man. Like your dad, Jean Marie. Yeah. And like your dad, Devin. Yep. Great dads. Yeah. Um, Great dads. But like, we didn't have, we didn't really have a lot, you know? So, but me being the youngest, as my parents had more from building business and doing whatever and saving, then they were able to do more, right? Or like give more. So me being the youngest, I definitely experienced having more new things than any of my siblings did. Totally. But when I, and we all worked, Cody and Robin, I don't know what their first jobs were, but they worked clean cleanup crew for my dad's construction company. 
Lacey also, I think Lacey worked that one day and then she was like, nope. So she worked in the office. When I was young, my first job, it was summertime. My dad had, I had a broom, had a push broom and my bike. And he put it in the back of his truck and he dropped me off at job sites. And I had to sweep all like the rocks and stuff off the sidewalks. And, and I did that a couple times. And then my mom actually got after my dad. He was like, she said, Nope, you are not dropping your little, little blonde, cute little girl off at a construction site. And then having her ride her bike home. <laughs> Just leaving you, so leaving you there. <laughs> So he dropped me off. Yeah. You know, they're building houses. Dad's gone. I'm just, I'm sweeping. And then I would get my broom and I'd get on my bike and ride my bike home. So that didn't last very long. When I went away to college. I had worked through high school and stuff. And I worked for my sister at my dad's company. I'd go to work. I go to school all day. And then I'd go to Ed's homes and I'd work. And then I'd go to dance till like 10 PM every day. I saved a lot. I saved a good amount of money. Um, and then when I went to college, I see, I didn't ever want to ask for help. And I remember how we had it set up my mom and dad had bought a condo in Salt Lake. I lived there. I had a roommate and she paid rent. See, also totally spoiled. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, to be exact, I was getting it. I was going to the university. I got in, it, I accepted it too late to get into the dorms. They filled up super fast. My mom. I just I mean the I fact was, that you're able, your oh, yes. parents are able. There's so many people that would never even be like an option. <laughs> you know, it's a... <clears throat> had nothing, worked hard. And my mom was absolutely terrified for me to move away and live by myself. So when her and I was still in high school. So when her and her best friend went up North and tried to go and find places for me to live. So like they went and like check all these places out. My mom, I guess, uh, some of the places were for her terrified her. Cause then it's like thinking of me going, getting home by myself or whatever. Right. So my, my mom ended up, they ended up buying a condo, they've sold it. So it was an investment. Um, and, but my allowance, my parents would help me with some money was just what my, my roommate paid. And the whole first year of school, my parents didn't, they wanted me to just, I went, I went right into, I was a modern dance major. So I went right into like a full schedule of classes. And they said, we just wanted me to just focus on school. They didn't want me to try and worry about anything else. The first year I went to school, I didn't work. Well, here's where the problem lies. Not a problem because I figured it out on my own. When I would, you know, you live on your own. So you spend money, you're learning how to manage your money for the first time. Out of me and all my siblings, Lacey is, she's like (coughs) being like the most, the best at money management and really being very frugal. Um, I would run out of my money or whatever And I never wanted to ask, tell my parents or ask for more. So I would dip into my savings. Well, I did that so many times after being in school for a while, I like ran out of money and I did not want to tell my parents. So I didn't, my sister, Robin, 
she went and she put money into my, uh, my bank account and helped me. And then I was working, I was uh, waitressing at a pizza place. And then I was eating at my friend Chris's house. So I would not spend any money. She put some money in there for like, you know, basics. I was working and then to try and create some sort of a buffer. Cause I had completely thrown it. I got, I spent everything I had. I didn't eat. I worked at my friend, my buddy's house and then worked at the pizza place. <laughs> and that's what I did for a while until I slowly collected money. And then I moved fast forward. I moved to California. I, I had maybe like $5,000 to my name when I moved there. And my first job in Santa Cruz was I was washing salon towels at a salon. And I, I, I don't remember it vividly, but my nephew was in the car and my mom remembers it. I remember uh, me calling her like the first time I had $10,000. Mm-hmm. Like I had yeah. saved. Feels like I'm, yeah. Feels like a Dude, I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, mom, you'll never believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I washed a whole hell of a lot of towels. I washed so towels. many towels and yeah. then I quit and now I'm a barista. Dude. <laughs> Kylie was yeah. my best saver. She's still oh, I can see that saver. for sure. That girl, my her account is still linked to my banking for some reason, and <laughs> she's also extremely uh, like she is on it with her bank account. And I remember one time it was when I was doing the house and I was I was transferring money and I, I accidentally transferred out of her savings into something to like pay a contractor or whatever. And it was like, ding mom, why did you just take like $5,000? <laughs> my account? So of course I put it right back in, but it's just so funny. Cause it's like, I just watch her account and it's like, ding, 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 ding. And mine's going ding, 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 ding. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, uh, pretty soon Kylie's going to more money than I do. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. She's just really good at it. Money. 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 I know. I, you know what I was tripping out on today is like, Taxes? you know, we were talking. Well, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, I, it's so funny. Like today's youth, you know, more, more people are like in their like thirties before they're having kids and getting married and all of that. And Daniel, our friend Daniel today, he was like, yeah, I'm going to be 35 in March. And I was like thinking like, you know, like certain, like when people say certain ages, it's like, I forget how young I was doing the things that I was, that I felt so old. Like mm-hmm. I was like, so like old enough to do like at 35, I had three 15 year olds and a five-year-old, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. who the hell would have given me those kids to raise? <laughs> like what? <laughs> I mean, I was also a very different person at 35 than a lot of people that I know in their thirties, you know, like you've just been raising kids and at home for you know, yeah, 15 yeah. years. So you felt a lot older than you were. And I think that's more what it is. Like, and now I look at 30 year olds, like even my kids and I'm like, gosh, you're still so young. Yeah. I felt like a grandma already. It's crazy. Well, you're going to be a one. I know. One. I know. Speaking of, uh, someone wrote in with a grandma name. Oh, Oh, if I can find it, I always say these things. And I'm like, where did it go? <laughs> Okay. Uh, here it is. Okay. Natalie, this is from uh, Nat, Natalie Allen. Nat. She goes, Grandma names Nina. Hey, Gigi is great. My mother goes by Nina. Her name is Geneva. Personally, I thought Neva 
would be better, but she picked it. And her mom was Gigi to her great grands. I called both of my grandma's grandma. Love you guys. Now. So it's funny because I was thinking Gigi sounds like great grandma. Oh yeah. Right. But I like it, but I I wouldn't go as Nina. That's my grandmother's name. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny. I think I've talked about it before. Um, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I have some of like the, the absolute worst names in my family. It's like some really bad ones. And these aren't, and the, my grandma's and her twin is not, but I just thought it was funny because it was Nina and Nina twins. But they, you know, they had like, I, we were going back in the family tree, like kind of like, look like when we were looking at like baby names and stuff. And there are some really bad ones like raspberry raspberry is like a name that was like handed down over generations. Like I was looking for a family tree, raspberry, <laughs> raspberry, raspberry. <laughs> but I think I came. So it's funny. Um, my, so we were always told like the Scarboroughs, which is my maiden name are from Wales originally. And supposedly when England invaded Wales, our ancestors came to the Americas or something. So supposedly we were royalty, right? Well, I don't know where we turned in from like royalty to just trash. <laughs> Raspberry. <laughs> yeah. There's like a lot of Michaels. There's like, like, so it starts out and then it, and then it starts moving. And okay. I don't want to upset my Southern people out there, but that starts moving like down into like the Southern region of, 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 you know, the country. Mississippi. Yeah. Mississippi. Well, it was even before that, like Virginia or something like that. And I've got this, like this one ancestor that was like a, like a, I would, I would, I would assume he was like, what do you call those preachers that have like those communities? Like they're just all crazy. Like probably have like snakes. Oh, uh, what like, kind of churches are those? I don't um, know. Like, uh, anyway, evangel evangelical evangelical maybe, maybe i think so i think so but he was a pastor his name was joab and he what he had he ended up having like three wives or something <laughs> so definitely not probably probably a, like a cult leader is what i'm thinking sounds a little like a cult leader a little bit no yeah. or you know it could be a cult leader or it could be you know I feel like back in those times, it was just way more common for one man to have multiple wives, especially depending on like availability of men and like during war times. And then obviously religious type stuff too. I don't know. I think he was just a slut. (laughs) He was, you know, he liked options. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He was indecisive. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That sounds like crap to me. (laughs) No, but, uh, but interestingly enough, when my grandparents sold their house, they had this like storage shed and my grandma was like really good at just throwing everything away. And so I was like, grandma, why are you throwing all this stuff away? It's like super old stuff. So I had saved a couple of things that I thought were kind of cool. And there was this one like case that had, it was like a leather case and you opened it up and it had Joab written on the inside of it. So it was this Joab guy's thing. And I always thought it was a mirror. And it was like probably years and a friend came over and she says, Gina, look at it again. It's an old photograph. And it's because they used to have metal on the back yeah. of the photograph. Mm-hmm. And it was this creepy ass dude. Also, I think his name may have been Job. No, it was Joab. 
Job is J O B. That's Job. No, I think I think Job in the Bible is J O A B. No, it's Job. No, believe me, I grew up with that stuff. I had to like, (laughs) I didn't memorize all the books and all that. I guarantee you, it's J O B. Okay. Hey, keep talking. I'll be right back. Okay. (laughs) She's gonna go get a Bible. Yeah. She's like, um, I, I mean, need to cross-reference this right now. <laughs> I mean, I was raised uh, with that from birth till like 20s. I'm I don't sure. think I'd question you on those. Yeah, thank you. back and looked through your family tree like that have you done the you know I haven't ancestry deals or I've done so I've done um not ancestry but like 23andMe and we've I think we've talked about that on here before I just found out that I'm extremely just nothing cool like I'm just I'm just English Irish like it started out that I was more things and then as more people have gotten things done I've just really narrowed it down so, um, but that's not where we got, um, that's not where we got the tree from. We got that. My aunt did like a bunch of research and like went through my great grandma's stuff. And my great grandma had a bunch of stuff written out. Oh, so, really? so it's just kind of been handed down through, through the years. Yeah. That's really cool. I wonder if anybody in my family has ever done anything like that. I'm going to have to you find out. Yeah, I will. Yeah, because I don't think we would have known unless my grandma Ada, my aunt Karen, had asked my grandma Ada. You have an aunt Karen, so do I. I do have an aunt Karen. She's married to my uncle Mike. <laughs> Mike well, and mine, Karen. My, mine's married to Devon. Oh, okay. <laughs> like Devon, but not <laughs> Devon. Might be spelled the same, uh, actually. Oh no, my god, it probably is. Isn't that I, funny when people are like, you're like, oh, are you Andrea? I'm Andrea. Yeah, you're like, ooh, <laughs> fine. Whoops. Yeah. Oops, sorry. Well, it's like when we, it's like, <laughs> did I tell the story about our, the, cousin, the cousin's kid who was going to name it Colin? Oh, yes. And I know it's like Colin Powell. I get that. But it's like, come on. Like, don't name your kid Colin. And my, my, my mom's trying to argue it. She's like, well, it's not spelled C-O-L-O-N. <laughs> and I go, mom, it doesn't matter. You're still pronouncing it that way. Yeah. And I go, colon. yeah. Like colon. I'm going to name my kid a N U S and call it a noose. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> like, like, no, it's still anus. Come on. Can we get anus. a chance? <laughs> so stupid. Oh my God. All right. Do we have any other emails yeah. um, that you wanted to read? Okay. Yes, we have. Um, we had an interesting email from Kim Malls or Malls. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Um, and she says, greetings. First, the genuine friendship between the two of you is a gift. We know. We appreciate it. Um, your candid nature and honest reflections is refreshing. Thank you. Keep sharing, Gina. You and I are the same age, and I'm so on board with a lot of your thinking. Um, well, us oldies, <laughs> you know, we like to think alike. Um, one thing to clarify is Brooke's use of the phrase committed suicide. I used to use that term too, because I didn't know any different Then my mother died by suicide, July 19th, 2021 
Through gaining knowledge from various people in person and websites, I learned when using the phrase committed suicide, it sets a tone that the person did something criminal. People who die by suicide are in such internal turmoil and pain that the only way they see is going, see it going away is die. Their sense of hope for a better tomorrow is gone. People who die by suicide didn't commit a crime. Oh, so it's the committed part that she's talking about. Um, My mother left a wake of broken glass. The pain she could no longer endure has been transcended to us and it blows, but my mom did not commit a crime. She just couldn't hold on anymore. And I pray and hope she's at peace. And on the other side of the stars, along with all those who find being here too painful. Thanks for listening to a different perspective, wishing you both joy, happiness, and peace in your heart. Kim Malls. Uh, I don't know if she wants me to say where she's from. Um, well, I appreciate you emailing in Kim. Cause mm-hmm. to be completely honest, I think I, I feel like most people that are listening to the podcast that don't have a personal experience with that wouldn't know how to phrase it either. Yeah. Um, and I a hundred percent can see exactly what you're saying. And I don't think of it in a way of committing something. Wrong. No, of course not. But well, I've never thought of not, it that way either. Yeah. Yeah. Either. I've never. Yeah. So, um, even when we, when I was, you know, talking about it, it's like, well, I, because they're so high profile, a lot of anyone who knows the judge knows what happened. Um, I didn't really, and I didn't know, I mean, obviously you guys listen to the podcast. So you, I think you can tell even then I, I said it and I was like, oh, I don't know if that's what I should say. She passed away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, so thank you for, um, I guess, sharing that with us because Gina has experience with people that are going through a lot of hard times like that. I have experience with people that have not um, taken it to that limit, but also deal with that is some internal demons and, and personal things that are very difficult they're difficult to deal with, to handle, to figure out. Um, so I do, I can definitely understand that. And thank you for emailing us and being really so kind. Cause obviously, you know, wasn't said out of, uh, it doesn't seem like she seemed triggered or, or upset or yeah. yeah. So right. I, we, we appreciate you sharing, yeah. you know, teaching us. That's what it is. So that's what it's all about. Yeah. And for our listeners, if there's people out there that have been using that term to, to know, now that maybe that's not the best term to use. Cause I wouldn't never thought of it either. Cause even as I was reading the beginning of this, I was like, Oh, I'm not really sure what, but yeah, when you get down to it, uh, that, that makes sense why somebody would feel that yeah. way. Yeah. And, um, also just another note, I guess on the topic, um, normally that was kind of like discussing that person. It's a different sit, you know, scenario just because she is somebody who is very well known and has left an incredible mark on this world. Um, and her story is so, it's so big that most people, if not everybody that loves the Judds, they know what happened. You know, it's not something that isn't been talked about. Um, but at least I, I am on the, on a page where if I was going to discuss that way of leaving, whether it's with a friend or someone personal, I would probably just leave that out in general because it's, it's private. So, um, yeah, yeah, maybe, you know, I probably should have just left it out. I didn't know what to do. You guys know how I get on here sometimes. I'm like, what am I talking about? Oh my God. No, but I I, really I, well, I think even further than that, I think that's just a very common way to phrase it. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think that that's like, uh, you know, as as we grow and as we are uh, exposed to different situations, 
uh, unless you've been in that situation, it's hard. It, it would, how would you know? I, I had no idea. I mean, I've dealt with this personally with very close family members and that it would never have crossed my mind that that would be triggering for some or, or hurt some somebody. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but the fact that it, that it does and that it's, uh, is, is always good to know. I mean, you know, well, yeah. Cause I've grown I know- up saying all sorts of things that didn't ever seem, you know, hurtful until you realize like, Oh wait, no, that's hurtful. Like well, and, yeah, we probably shouldn't yeah. rephrase that. Yeah. Well, and yeah. you know, words that have meaning that like, even just that phrase, it's like, Oh, that's just what the phrase has always been. Yeah. But right. I but completely, it, it under- I, I, yeah. I completely agree yeah. that that first word in that phrase is a little bit, you know, it shouldn't, it shouldn't live there so easily yeah. because it's not the case. So Thank you for emailing. Thank you, Kim. We appreciate that. Yeah. All right. Well, I got to go. I know. I got to go too. Where are you off? Devin, do you have to go? Hey, Devin. Devin's like, I have nowhere to go. go. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I got nowhere to go. (laughs) I got nowhere to go. (laughs) Now I have some work to finish up. I'm still trying to get our website for the merchandise up and running. The transaction part has been giving me a hard time, but I have everything designed. Hey, Devin so, is on it, guys. Okay. Yep. Devin is on it. I mean, we've only been saying it for two years. Three, I feel like it's been three years. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, I want like a t-shirt. Three years. We're talking about merch. I want a t-shirt that's kind of the style of like um, Save um, Saved by the Bell. A sweatshirt and it's going to be cartoon sort of saved by the bell, but it's going to be a sandwich. It'll be a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but it will be uh, the three of us laying what? in the middle of the bread. Yeah. B, D, and J. It's like a PB and J, but it's not a PB and J. Oh yeah. It's like what we said we were going to do. Yeah. Remember that it was going to be Dana. It was going to be a D, B, and J. Yeah. Instead of a D, B, a D, B, J, we've gone to a B, D, J. That's right. Yeah, they all just sound BBD. dirty. Yeah, they all sound dirty. BDJ. Yeah. Whatever it is. All right. Okay, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, rate, review, subscribe. Oh, I'm, I'm here with you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's hard to do together because they're like it's like the sound is off. Yeah. It just each person says one word. Okay, so I'm gonna start it. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to rate. <laughs> oh my god. We need some communication here. Hey, I'll go. Then Devin goes. Then Gina goes. Okay, Okay, go. Do it again, Gina. Oh, okay. I'm going. (laughs) All right. So don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. (laughs) I thought you were going to say it, Gina Marie. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought we were each doing a phrase. Okay. (laughs) Guys, you guys know the drill. (laughs) We're not going to say it again. Just thanks for listening. Yeah. Five stars. (laughs) Warning ratings. All of them. Yes. We'll see you next week. We won't see you, but you'll see us. Yes. (laughs) Unfortunately. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry about that. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.